0: This is Rama for Today. I, uh, I had what also, what I call a mini, M-I-N-I, vision. I didn't know the man, I didn't know where he lived, but in this vision, see, real quick, I saw where he lived, saw his house. And I saw him in bed, I knew it was about midnight, two, two days before, two nights before, you see. It's midnight, he can't sleep. He does not want to disturb his wife because now his wife's had to go on to work, you know, because he's been off from work for two years. So he got up and left the bedroom up in the front of the house and went out on the back porch. Now, they had on the back of this house what we down in Texas, uh, you know, he's called a screened-in back porch, sort of a sleeping porch, you know. Screen on it, you know, in the summertime while they roll the canvas up. In wintertime, they let the canvas down, you know, sort of have a, and so uh, there's a bed back there. And I saw him fall across this bed and then he's just holding his stomach, just rolling from one side to the other. His stomach is burning like fire.
1: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Healing, How to Receive It and How to Keep It. Next, on Rama for Today Radio. Also later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now... Let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message. I remember I was preaching in March of 1950
0: in the First Assembly of God Church in Kilgore, Texas. Now, you got to remember, that's before the Lord appeared to me in that vision. See, later on in the year of 1950, because this is March. This is the first, first part of September and the Lord appeared to me. But uh, I still had the same spirit, he just manifested himself in a different way. So I was laying hands on the sick, and here came this man, and, and I asked him what's wrong with him, and well, first of all, I asked him if he's a Christian, and he said, oh yes, he's, he's saved, he's a member of this church right there where I was preaching, First Assembly of God. And so I said, well, you understand this, you could be a member of this church or any other church, it wouldn't make you a Christian, now you've been born again. Yes, he'd been born again, praise God, filled with the Holy Ghost, spoke with other tongues. Pastor was standing right there beside me, said, yeah, he's a member here. Well, I said, what's the matter with you? Well, he said, I have ulcers of the stomach. I haven't worked for two years. Actually, he said, the doctor showed me an x-ray of his stomach, and he said, there's something that looked like as big as a wasp nest. The doctor pointed out, said, now that's this ulcer. In fact, it's afraid to run into cancerous growth. Well, he didn't want to submit to an operation. He can't go back to work for the oil company until they, you know, give him a clean bill of health. So for two years, he's off the job. Well, I said, the Lord will heal you. He said, well, I know it. I believe in healing and so on. So I laid my hands on him. Now, when I laid my hands on him, I knew by the word of knowledge. I don't always know about everybody. I do if the spirit sees fit to tell me. I knew, first of all, that this was a spirit that oppressed his body because it was revealed to him. Therefore, he, he's not healed by laying on the hands or not healed by anointing with oil. It's more than a healing. You've got to cast the spirit out of his body. Now, I knew this also that uh, if, you, if you just go ahead and, and cast that spirit out of him, without saying anything, that you're going to confuse everybody. A lot of folks are confused enough without us preachers confusing them anymore. Amen. And so we need to make things as clear as possible. And I always try to do that. I may not always be successful, but at least I try. And I knew that if you just, you know, commanded that spirit that I know was there because I have the revelation of it. I don't just imagine it or think so. Uh, Then it's going to, the folks, you see, will get afraid and the devil will take advantage and defeat children of God because they'll go away and say, well, now that man's a member of this church, saved, baptized, the Holy Ghost, and you mean that he had a devil in him? Maybe I've got one in me. Well, these things need to be defined. He's not demon-possessed. Now, you've got money in your pocket, but that don't mean money possesses you, does it? I said, does it? Yet we've seen some people that are possessed by the desire for money. Isn't that right? But yet just because you've got money in your pocket or in your billfold don't mean that you're possessed by money. And because he may have a demon oppressing his body doesn't mean that he's demon-possessed. His spirit's not even touched by that demon. It's his body. Yet the thing must be cast out. Are you following me? Yet that's not true concerning every case of healing. But if it needs to be done, God revealed to you. If you don't, why don't do it. Just go ahead and minister healing. And, and so I explained to the people that we are spirit, soul, and body. And that our body hasn't been redeemed yet and it's up to us, our spirits are born again, and it's up to us because we're the caretakers of that body to see if the devil doesn't get in. But if we don't know how or haven't been taught, well, we leave the door open and the devil gets in. And I'm going to cast this thing out of him. Well, I laid my hands on him again and this time I had a different revelation, still the word of knowledge operating. Uh, I I had what also, what I call a mini in my N.I. vision, I didn't know the man. I didn't know where he lived. But in this vision, see, real quick, I saw where he lived, saw his house, and I saw him in bed. I knew it was about midnight. Two two days before, two nights before. You see, it's midnight. He can't sleep. He doesn't disturb his wife because <laughs> now his wife's had to go on to work. You know, because he's been off from work for two years. So he got up and left the bedroom up in the front of the house and went out on the back porch. Now, they had on the back of this house what we down in Texas, uh, you know, it's called a screened-in back porch, sort of a sleeping porch, you know, screen on it, you know, in the summertime while they roll the canvas up. In the wintertime, they let the canvas down, you know, sort of have a... And so uh, there's a bed back there. And I saw him fall across this bed. And then he just holding his stomach, just rolling from one side to the other. His stomach was burning like fire. So I said to him two nights ago... At about midnight, a little after, you uh, you couldn't rest, you couldn't sleep, you didn't want to disturb your wife, so you got up and went from the front bedroom out to the back porch. You have a screened-in back porch. We used to call them a sleeping porch sometime, the back of your house. And you just fell across the bed, and you were just holding your stomach, rolling from one side to the other, and your stomach just a burning like fire. Well, now, see, here's a fellow, it's a full gospel, spirit-filled fellow, but he said, Well, you must be a fortune teller or a mind reader. That's exactly what happened. Well, no, you know, the devil can tell fortunes and read people's minds sometimes, but God knows more than the devil does. Are you listening? And he can outdo the devil any time. Praise God. No, I said I didn't get that in my head. I got that in my spirit. The, The spirit of God showed me. Well, he said that's exactly what happened. Now, I said to him, now remember, I don't know whether you've forgotten my thought or not, but back there when I was talking about that blind man, the ninth chapter of, of, of John, where Jesus spit on the ground, made clay of the spittle, said, go wash it off in the pool of Siloam, and thou shall come again seeing. I'm talking about he had to obey that before he could get healed. Isn't that right? I said, isn't that right? In other words, just say it another way. Obedience was demanded before healing was manifested. And that is true oftentimes, or sometimes, let's put it that way. Sometimes that is true. So I said to this man also, because I knew by revelation, I said, uh, I don't want to embarrass you. And yet I must minister to you right here in front of everybody. I said, you see, you're a member of this church. The pastor will tell you. I didn't even know he had to speak up and tell me he was a member of this church. But I said, you see, you don't even pay your tithes or support the church financially. And it wasn't just your stomach that was burning, but your, but, but your conscience was hurting you. And you was harassed about that. Oh, he said, I know you're a fortune teller now. I said, that's exactly what happened. No, I said, I'm not telling you fortune. My head don't have a thing in the world to do with it. I, I got the revelation of it and saw it all in my spirit. Now, I said, you see, before I can minister to you, you're going to have to obey God. Now, can you see that? You're going to have to, what are you going to do? See, this settle this thing first, and then we'll get to healing. Well, he said, bless God, I'm going to, see, he had a good job, All companies. I'm going to pay my tithes. I'm going to give offerings. Fine, I said. Cast the thing out of him. I knew it left him. There's no manifestation, but I knew it in my spirit. I said to him, go home and eat a two-bone steak. Now, for two years, he hadn't had any real solid food. He said all he could eat was a little baby food because he couldn't keep that on his stomach half the time. A few raw eggs mixed up in a little milk, you know, and he can't keep that on his stomach. Well, he went home, did just exactly what I said, ate a T-bone steak, never bought it, went back to the doctor. The very next day, they took an x-ray of his stomach, and his stomach's clear. I mean, the the the, the, the ulcers are gone. See, he had a whole wad of ulcers. Look, like I washed this whole wad of them in his stomach. It's all gone. I mean before the meeting was over uh, he is back to work. Now you see uh, we must depend upon the Holy Spirit to help us and we can't just set a pattern you see of of we ministered everybody the same way and uh, you shouldn't want to be ministered to just like somebody else was. If we're going to do the works of Jesus we'll have to do them the way he did them. Isn't that right? Are you following me now? Now then, here's where people miss it. I want you to see something here now. Somebody said to me in that very meeting, see, I didn't have any other revelation about anybody else in the healing line. Not a word. Well, there's no use to me trying to manufacture one because it wouldn't be right anyway. Unless the Spirit of God's in it. See? Now, somebody said, I don't understand that. Now, I know it's right because a man admitted it's so. But now, See, here's where people make a mistake about the prophet's ministry. They think he ought to know everything about everybody. But they didn't even in the Old Testament. Are you listening? Now, you'll have to realize this about Jesus, because he did stand in that office, that he had the Spirit without measure. See, John 3.34 said, talking about Jesus, that He had the Spirit without measure. Now that infers that all the rest of us have the Spirit by measure and for that simple reason, you see, we wouldn't know everything like He would because He had the Spirit without measure.
1: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month we're offering three Bible study courses by Kenneth E. Hagan on faith, healing, and the Holy Spirit and His gifts. Also in this package is Brother Hagan's Faith Food Daily Devotional for Summer and a book by Kenneth W. Hagan titled What Comes After Faith? Lastly is Lynette Hagen's 4 CD set Releasing God's Power Through Prayer All these items at the special discounted price of $80 Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G
0: Listen, we've got RBTC Fall Enrollment. Yes. Uh, and, and you can still apply all the way up to August the 15th. Mm-hmm. You can go to rbtc.org and slash apply, and it gives you all the information about applying and so forth. Or if you don't want to apply, uh, you 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 just want to know more about the school, you can yes. find out uh, all about the school there also if you go to old rbtc and they'll give you all that information. That's right.
1: Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Healing, How to Receive It and How to Keep It. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at RAMA.org. Thanks for listening to RAMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.